Good morning and welcome to the April 20th episode of the Daily Wrestling News Show, where we're on a mission to teach, learn, and remember the history of professional wrestling with everyone that wants to join us. My name is John, and on today's episode, we'll discuss who proved himself to be truly hardcore in an unexpected way on this day in 1996. Hostile City Showdown emanated from the ECW arena in Philadelphia in the spring of 96. While the card isn't remembered for much of the wrestling that took place on it, there were some moments. There was a pretty hilarious exchange between the still stuttering Bubba Ray Dudley and Francine before his match with the Pitbulls. This night saw the ECW debut of Dangerous Devin Storm from WCW, as Joey Styles introduced him. Storm, in his neon ring gear and badly dyed blonde mullet, had in fact worked one televised match against US Champion Conan in WCW on an early Nitro, but is almost completely unrecognizable from his more memorable later run in WCW as Crowbar. It's not a good night for Storm, as he answers the question of who's going to step up and face Taz. The match ends with a brutal bump where Storm almost completely misses the table Taz was aiming for as he suplexed Storm out of the ring and to the cold, hard concrete floor of Viking Hall. The referee had no choice but to count him out. Tommy Dreamer and Brian Lee have their first one-on-one -on -one match on this card. It's only Lee's fourth match since joining ECW, but having pledged his life to Raven, this makes him the mortal enemy of Dreamer. That, combined with the brutality of the ending of this match where Lee uses a chair to whack a cinder block into Dreamer's crotch, sets them both on a course that leads to their insane scaffold match later that year at the High Incident event. Rob Van Dam and Sabu have their first televised match here at Hostile City Showdown. In actuality, the two had a match that by all reports was very entertaining back in February, but the ending was apparently a little screwy and it never was televised. So tonight's match is pumped as the first ever meeting between the two. It's a high-paced 19-minute spot fest that sees Sabu take the victory with a triple jump moonsault where Sabu clears more than half of the width of the ring before landing on RVD and getting the pinfall. It earned four and a quarter stars in the April 29th, 1996 Wrestling Observer Newsletter. Sabu respectfully offers his hand afterwards, but Van Dam ignores the gesture and walks away. This lights the fuse that leads to their Matter of Respect match the following month, which gives Van Dam the idea to change his theme music when he hears a radio commercial for an upcoming concert where Pantera is opening for Rob Zombie, and his entrances would never be the same. But those interesting seeds being planted aside, this card is mostly remembered for the main event. Or, more accurately, the interactions that immediately preceded the main event. That main event saw Shane Douglas fail to take the ECW World Heavyweight Championship from Raven in an entertaining but mostly forgettable match. Raven is the dastardly heel who retains by the skin of his teeth as usual, while Douglas is the tweener who causes some trouble just before the match to remind us what a piece of crap he can be allowing for an easy transition back to heel in the very near future. It was one of those mind games Douglas played just before the match that would get ECW in some hot water with the TV networks, but create an unforgettable moment for the teen and young adult viewers at the time. Raven is accompanied to the ring by Big Stevie Cool and the Blue Guy. Douglas has Kimona in tow. She's not only there to be eye candy, but as Douglas puts it, there to blow the lid off the wrestling industry. 
Douglas reminds Raven of the painful fact that Beulah was cheating on him with Tommy Dreamer. But Kimona is here to testify to the fact that Beulah was also cheating on Dreamer at the same time. Well, of course, this brings Dreamer to the ring, who threatens to flatten Douglas if he doesn't shut his mouth. Douglas drops to his knees and says he'll take whatever beating Mr. Hardcore wants to dish out, but if Tommy's not willing to hear and deal with the truth, then maybe he ain't hardcore after all. The truth was, Beulah was never pregnant, and she was fooling around behind Tommy's back the whole time. Dreamer wants to know who it was. Who is he, he demands. But the franchise replies with a chuckle. It's not a he. As the crowd noise swells, Kimona grabs the mic and screamed, It's me! The music hits, Beulah enters the ring, pulls off her oversized ECW t-shirt to reveal a much smaller and more form-fitting number, and she and Kimona lock lips and fall to the canvas as the crowd explodes. Sure, 25 plus years later, you'll see more provocative scenes on a weekly episode of Grey's Anatomy, but in 1996, this moment did not sit well with the network censors. Dreamer pulls both women to their feet by their hair and mumbles angrily off mic. But Douglas again puts himself in the middle of the business when he asks, What do you have to say, Dreamer? Which of course allows Tommy to deliver his now famous response of, I'll take them both, I'm hardcore. Dreamer pulls Kimona in for a kiss, then Beulah, then arranges a three-way meeting of the minds or at least mouths, and leaves the ring as the big winner of the night after an amazing recovery from the cinder block to the sack earlier on. And it all happened on this day in wrestling history, April 20th, 1996. Well, that's our show for today. The Daily Wrestling News Show is a Minutes to Bell Time production. Learn more at MinutesToBellTime.com. This episode was written by John DeConti. Subscribe to the Daily Wrestling News Show on your podcast player of choice and join us in the Daily Wrestling News Show Facebook.